36. Good morning. It's Wednesday, November 6th, the day after Election Day. We're glad you're part of the show. This is the Morning Reboot on Q105. Floyd will be back tomorrow. Phillip's here. Uh, Some more guests dropping by later on today on the show. Actually, let's jump all the way ahead. Uh, 9.20 today, a little bit after the full show wraps up. I'll make you call or 10 to be qualified for border battle tickets. Michigan uh, and Ohio State uh, now ranked number one in the first college playoff rankings that came out last night. So qualified for tickets for that 9.20, Which one's ranked number one? Ohio State. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Ohio State is ranked number one in the college football playoff, which is where they pull the four teams from. Michigan is 14th. Yeah. And playing better lately. Uh, 805,000$ payoff. You get that national keyword to text for that in the 8 o'clock hour. Do you know your work's dating policy? Because of the, uh, the McDonald's CEO who got let go had a consensual relationship with an employee, but he had to be let go because he can't do that. Do you even know your work's dating policy? You've got a couple hours to figure that out. Some friends, actually a familiar voice that usually joins us for ProMedica things, Liz Lotta will be by because the Adams Family comedy musical is happening, happening at the Mommy Indoor. Let's, uh, Let's have her on around 7.30 to talk about that. Panel full of ladies with some prizes to give away. FaceTime in your relationship. So a very busy show. If you want to be a part of it, you can always text 419-240-1055. If you miss any part of the show... You can text my first name, Eric, to 419-240-1055, and you will get the podcast link, and it'll be song-free and commercial-free. That's nifty. 538. Good morning. It's Eric Chase, and that voice for a third and final day of this week filling in for Floyd is the one and only Philip Taylor. Good morning. Hi. Hi. I... I had a very fun and interesting night with Ashley. So I sound like very raspy. This is what happens when I get off the plane initially. Whenever I come back home, this is what happens. My voice just, it sounds very grungy. Like I smoke eight packs of cigarettes a day. Because you're breathing that that recycled airplane air. Over and over. I feel like, you know how you see people walk around big cities like um, like New York or maybe even like Miami or LA and they have like those face, those surgical face masks on? To not spread germs? Yeah, I think I'm going to start wearing one on the plane. I don't know if it's going to help at all because I really think it's like a dehydration. I don't know. Like it's just, it's something, it's something internal, like deep down inside the talking box that's just not working out well. It's the tax of flying and last night was the tax of drinking alcohol going yeah. to bed waking up early yeah. when you're after 30 sorry well, yeah I'm old now too that's that thank um, you <laughs> let me hit a couple of things real quick because we won't get to most of this until the 6am hour like 6.30 and beyond so uh, some election results from last night all of the incumbents in Toledo City Council 1 Sam Meldon in District 5 the Old Orchard area nice uh, and his party was a stubborn brother last mm-hmm. night his, his watch party yeah uh, Sam one the other one that was up for grabs because your friend's parent or uncle uh peter ravagi oh yeah peter peter was stepping down yeah from district three which is over which is the south end and i think the east side a little mm-hmm. bit yeah uh, it looks like Teresa gaddis squeaked by okay. glenn cook like it was too close to call late into the night but it looks like Teresa gaddis won and then richard carr the incumbent for the mommy mayor he won and the perrysburg levy did pass i believe with 53 percent. so your taxes if you got a two hundred thousand dollar home as we talked about before mm-hmm. the show will go up about fifty dollars a month yeah property taxes but you know i mean like you live in perrysburg so it's 
fine. <laughs> uh, and then, like I mentioned, Ohio State is number four in the first college football playoff rankings. And UT also squeaked by last night. Kent State at Tuesday night. Maction, midweek Maction, uh, 35-33. Maction? What is that? Mac. Uh, so within the last ten years, yeah, at, at, towards the end of the Mac football season, they started moving the games from Saturdays to pro, to like high profile midweek ESPN games, oh. and they were wild. Like these were some of these games, or when it first gained some popularity, or because of these wild scores, they call it like midweek maction. And some of these games were insane, like 75 70, yeah. 65, or like 65 60, multiple overtimes, and football, not basketball. Football games with basketball scores. Okay. So it's just been a, a an annual trend, an annual thing, and, and it started last night for Toledo. Yeah, is that why they were on, I think it was CBS Sports? Or a bigger, more easier-to-find network. Yeah, that's crazy. Everybody was watching it yep. where I was at last night. And UT won last night. They won their sixth game, they so did. they'll be bowl eligible. Maybe they'll wind up with eight or nine wins. Good for them. Uh, and one more thing, because we won't get to it to our first entertainment report later on. Little Mermaid Live last night um, was, was very hit and miss from what people said. <laughs> there was a John Stamos... I guess it was an ad lib that was caught on the air. He said... He said... He was Prince Albert, not Ooh. Prince Eric. What? And that <laughs> he should have been in that role. What? Yeah. He was the chef. chef yeah. Louis. Yeah. Uh, let me give you a couple things from last night. Um, the one we all know. Shaggy in a red suit like a yeah. crab. Love it. It's okay. It's fine. Apparently, that's what most of the night was, except for one thing that I'll play here in a second. It was, it was like, it was fine. I mean, like, I mean, here's the thing. You, first of all, it, it, it's like Lion King. You can't ruin it. Like, it is going to be the Little Mermaid that Disney has done and forced into your head, which is a great story. Um, but like. I'm just really confused because I have never seen Moana, and but I've heard the music because they play it everywhere all the time, mm-hmm. especially where I work at, because these kids come in and they want to hear whatever that the, the theme song for it was. And now just hearing her voice, I can't think of Ariel. All I can think of is Moana. Moana. Yeah. Yeah, same same uh, girl. The set the sets were beautiful to look sure. at, as you would expect. And this is the one that got most of the praise for the night. So true. They come flocking to my cauldron, crying, tells us and a please, and I help them. Yes, I do. Now it's happened once or twice. Queen Latifah, Ursula, poor unfortunate souls. She got most of the love for the night, and you could see why. Yeah. She's a decorated, seasoned performer of musicals and beyond. Yeah, yeah. So even compared to like John Stamos or Shaggy, yeah, this is what she does. Yeah, and she's great at it. And also, I mean, like everybody, I don't care what you think about villains in Disney. Disney villains are the best, and Ursula is the top of that list. So if you play Ursula, you can't mess it up. So yeah, I actually I do want to see, and I think it'd be really really cool to watch it. Not Scar. No, Ursula's at the top. 100%, I would say. I mean, okay, this is also coming from a gay man, but I think Ursula's at the top, and that is because 
just like she had a bigger role in Little Mermaid about the entirety of like that that story and what happened mm-hmm. and being a part of the family. Um, I don't think Scar really had that big of an impact. He was well, he was the catalyst for what happened, right? Yeah. And then after it, he took a backseat compared to Ursula. Right. Um. One. Th- oh, uh, people were like, "Where's Ariel?" Because she wasn't there a lot compared to Ursula. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. It's five forty-five. Good morning. There's uh. There's what we'll do in the next hour. Glad you're here now, though, on the morning reboot on Q one hundred five. Good morning. I'm good. Welcome to the show. It's 5.50 on Q105, the morning reboot. It's Eric and Philip Floyd will be back with us tomorrow for a throwback Thursday. You can keep coming in if you want. Oh, throwback Thursday. Who else on tomorrow? Is it just you and Floyd? Uh, Ashley will be in tomorrow. Can I come back tomorrow? Yeah. Even if it's just for throwback? Yeah, by all means. I missed that. <laughs> I was just to pull that off. You and that freaking mic thing. I have to take off the protection. I, I like to go to I like to go raw into the microphone, unsafe as possible. No, nothing filtering my words, but but hopefully my good sense. Yeah, Sarah caught the mic condoms. She hated them too. Yeah. Actually, she bought her own and she would bring it in every day. It was so strange. When when somebody I think you've worked in radio long enough mm-hmm. to know, and this happens a lot of different places, but we're in really close quarters. We're all sharing microphones yeah. in the studios. We're putting our hands on the same things. Yeah. And if you work in a place like that, and when somebody gets sick, everybody gets Everybody it, gets sick. It's just like Domino. Snap, yeah. snap, 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 snap. You don't sound like you're sick. You just, you, you sound fine to me. Do I? Yeah. I've been listening. I don't sound normal, I feel. It's been a long time since you listened to yourself. That is also a very true statement. Um, 5.52, the morning reboot, Q105. You can text the show today, 419-240-1055. You'll be home for Thanksgiving. I'm sure that makes your parents happy. DJV nice. It does. Like I took my dad to the doctor the other day, and um, I spent so much time in the hospital since I've been here. And uh, yeah, I told him, you know, obviously, like I'll be here. I told him Danny will be here, hopefully, maybe for Christmas and for New Year's. And he seemed really happy about that as well. I think that it's just my dad knowing that my brother and I and my little brother as well don't live here. It's starting to bother him a little bit more, like as he gets older and me going so far away, he's always like very concerned. And then when I am here, it's like he doesn't take up my time. He understands I want to see other people, but he's like, I want to hang out and see you. And now that I'm getting married, he wants to also make sure that that part of my life is a part of his as well. So he's he's very conscious about it. Look at you. You're so different now from when I first met you when (laughs) you were irresponsible and didn't show up and always out partying and then you got to this part where you got to Apple and you'd still go out partying sometimes but then you knew you had responsibilities and I remember saying it on the air on the old show I'm like I have to thank Apple for turning you into a professional adult and now here you are coming in wanting to talk about Perrysburg levies and people voting and now you're on a whole nother level my I've been away from so I left home in 1999 yeah and I was I went back home and lived near Philadelphia in Allentown from late 06 to the end of 2011. Okay. Um, but besides that, except for that pocket, I've been away from home. And I know that hurt my mom as she was dying that mm. I wasn't that yeah. close with her. And my, it's always upset my dad. Um, he likes hanging out with his kid. Yeah. So he's been here. He came in November of, of last year uh, to help me get into the new place. He yeah. came in May to check out to see what it's been like. And then he wants to come back again. I mean, that's an eight-hour ride, and he doesn't have to do it, but I don't go home. Dude, you know what you need to do? You need to bring Barry in here more often. He's freaking entertaining. When 
he did he come last? No, because you know what he does. He gets here on Friday around four o'clock. Yeah, and then because he still works a little bit. Oh, even I thought though you he's that retired. was retired. Oh, okay, he is, but he can't not work. Yeah, I get so that. So he drive. You know how when you go to a car dealer and you want to buy a car, but they have to do a dealer swap. Yeah, he drives those vehicles. Oh, so like three days a week, <laughs> he's so lives in Philadelphia. He'll go down to Delaware. He'll go to Maryland. He'll yeah. go to Baltimore. He'll go up to. He hates going to upstate New York. Yeah, or past New York City because you have to drive through New York. His job is kind of dangerous actually. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. He's had to drive to Boston before. So he still works and maybe I can ask him to take a day off but he doesn't really like it because it's yeah. the same thing. We want to take a day off. You, you missed something. Has Floyd never had the like um, enjoyment of having Barry on the phone or yeah. sitting next to him? Not sitting next to him yeah. but we've had plenty of Barry stories yeah. on the air. He's told all the ones that you're familiar with. Yeah your dad's but awesome. to my point of um, your dad and just what he wanted to do. So when my dad came out in May, mm-hmm. he's been here at least half a dozen times since I've lived here, maybe more. I'd always think, all right, let's go to a walleye game. What what can I do with him? Right. He's, he's just all sports stuff. He didn't really like the walleye game when we went to it because hockey's not his thing. Yeah. But in May, there wasn't much to do and it was still a little chilly out. So I decided we're not going to do anything. We're just going to hang out. Because <laughs> okay. when my dad's home, he's watching sports. Yeah, right. And, and my dad is at the... My dad has... He's, he's so retired now that he will watch on Tuesday night the Sacramento Kings and the LA Clippers at 10 o'clock at night. Not oh not just his... He'll watch random games. Right. So the NBA playoffs were on. Mm-hmm. So we just watched that. I said, Dad, I, I don't have anything else planned to do. And I'm sorry, this is long-winded. No, it's Dad, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have anything planned for us to do. He said, it's okay, I'm just happy hanging out with my kid. Uh, yeah, that's the goal. That's the purpose, regardless of what it is. That's your dad. Yeah, I know. And literally, like, I, I do feel bad because I have so much to do while I'm here that I just... I, I feel bad. I feel like I need to see everybody and do everything. But above all and anything, I have my my family, obviously, including my dad and my, my stepmom and my mom. But then I have like my friends who are my family, like you. And I want to make sure that I can see everybody and hang out with them. It's just been hard. Mm-hmm. So I'll get there, though. I have a lot of time. I need to remember that. I've had a lot of people asking me, not a lot, but a good handful, um, of people asking me why they weren't invited to the party that I had last weekend. Your Halloween party? Yeah. Pseudo Halloween party? And so the first one last year was for the closest of the close people. Right. And then this one was for like the next layer. <laughs> and I have made a lot of close. Wait, wait, wait. The next layer. What does that even mean? Uh, like the people beyond. The Sarahs of the world that I've been okay. friends with since since I got here. Okay, all right. Th- these were for the people who've been very who've been very close in my life over the last year. Like, do you know Alex? No. So there's two Alexes. Okay. There's girl Alex <laughs> who's coming in later today. Yeah, right. There's guy Alex who okay. I met a couple of years ago. He also did a TED talk the year. That you tell I, me about Alex. Yeah. Uh, he's a wildlife photographer. Yeah. Uh, lives in the Beverly area, and I'm like he and his wife came over. And he's very good friends. In fact, mm-hmm. Alex was Lucas's best man at, at his wedding. Aww. So I've become very close with Justin and Lucas over the last year. They yeah. were invited. Yeah. And um, Desmond, who yeah. uh-huh. Melissa, Melissa Andrews is like, will you have this guy from Komen on the show? I'm like, yeah. 
they they came to visit one day and I was and I was made some nasty Melissa joke and Desmond was sitting over here completely incredulous that I just <laughs> called out the news lady. But he didn't know we had that relationship. Yeah. And then Desmond's like, oh, Melissa explained it to me. And then, you know, Desmond's cool now. He is very cool. Um, I like Desmond. Do you remember remember big black voice Josh? From the yeah, um, I saw him last time I was here. Okay, um, I needed somebody to play in the fantasy basketball league, and I I invited Josh because Josh calls the show now. Okay, and I right. was like, "What am I doing inviting a listener, you know, to my home?" And then I'm like, "Oh wait, Josh is in the fantasy basketball league now. That's totally straight." Yeah, Josh came. Yeah, but Josh is like we've known him now for years. True straight, true true statement. Yeah. So the people on the third level, like just behind that. <laughs> Are like, why why wasn't I invited? I'm like, these are the kind of people who You're I there yet. I work with yeah. and you know do community events with. I'm very proud of you for being able to categorize the people in your life that way because I probably should as well, but I I just it's I a, just don't. It, I I had to learn within the last five years. Like Nathan got me into making lists. It's a good thing. It's hard. So it's a good thing though. Lists and prioritizing things it makes your life a lot easier. Yeah. So, it sounds cold, but like you've got to do that with relationships too. Understood. I I dig it. I can't do that though. I missed your dad's birthday and I felt awful. Why? Because uh, I wanted to say something to him. He was so nice that night that I met him face to face at your yeah. going away party. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, it's so funny because literally, like my best friend I know since I was like. 14, uh, her birthday is the 24th, mine's the 23rd, my dad's the 27th, so like it keeps it very simple for me. I never can ever have an excuse to miss either of their birthdays because they're right near mine. Nope, nope. Yeah. Uh, it's 6 o'clock with the morning reboot. Do you miss Danny? I do miss Danny. Okay. Yeah, he's That's been Phil's busy. That's Phil's fiance in, yeah. in London. Um, we'll tie all this together and talk about FaceTime in your relationship next. Full rundown on election stuff from City Council, Perrysburg Levy, which passed, and more. A little bit after 6.30 this morning, 9.20 today, get qualified to win tickets to Ohio State and Michigan. 6.14 now. Good morning. It's the morning. Reboot Q105. Eric and Philip in for Floyd, who I just came across a Facebook post that said mm. he'd like to go to New York now, and he might not come back to Ohio. <laughs> I will make him Skype the show every morning. You should... Oh, should I call him now? I could probably FaceTime with him now. No, no, no. <laughs> but that is the topic. So before... Let's go back a couple of years. You met a nice man on Instagram. I did. And got engaged. I then did. that's the reason you moved mm-hmm. to London, which was like five months or so ago. Yeah. But leading up to that, you... You you would go there. He would come here quite often. Yeah. And in the and in the interim, you guys ran a FaceTime relationship. Yeah, like and it's it's a thing. Like we initially knew what we were getting ourselves into, especially being so far away. We never considered the fact that we would see each other physically as much as we did because it's expensive. It's at least like a grand or so. Um, a ticket to go back and forth and it's very exhausting and god bless him because he did most of the traveling but yeah we had facetime relationship and um it sucked it sucked really bad but it made us kind of appreciate each other a lot and have a very strong form of communication because when you're so far away and you're kind of forced to have like that facetime which used to be called a phone relationship right um or email what is it pin pals you know, when somebody's in jail. De- dearest Danny, I am looking forward to seeing you once again. Yeah, so like things obviously have like evolved and now we're it's like this FaceTime relationship and you can do like video message or video phoning and messaging from like 
any kind of situation. There's obviously just iPhone doing FaceTime. Uh, you can do it through Facebook. You can do it through Instagram. You can do it through WhatsApp, which everybody uses in, in, in Europe. But yeah, like um, it just it made it hard. And now we're stuck doing it again. We fought so hard and spent so much time, effort and money, like not having that be a thing. And now for the next three months, four months, we're FaceTime fiancés. Do you think... <laughs> Hashtag FaceTime fiancés. <laughs> it has to have made your relationship more viable. Like if this happened before FaceTime and it was simply phone calls and text messages, yeah. it probably wouldn't have lasted this long or grown to where it is. Oh, you're absolutely right. Like 100%. If it wasn't for the fact of me being able to physically see him, I mean, actually, no, I don't know that because... Doing FaceTime means a whole lot to me because I do get to see him, but it means so much more when I physically am like in the same room with him and get to see him. So maybe like if we were still texting and just being able to phone call, it would it would like you know you you miss what you don't have. Mm-hmm. So maybe it would do or that. Or you but, forget about it. Or you forget about it because I mean, granted, also he's attractive man in a city full of people, and you know, well, I I'm not in a city full of people, but I'm attractive man. So at the same time, like you never know what could happen. Uh, but yeah, like again, like just it just sucks. We spent so much time uh, to not have like a FaceTime relationship, and but you're back here are. because you made a commitment. Yeah, my my, I don't think you ever met him. My neighbor at my old building, Matt, mm-hmm. uh, his girlfriend, longtime girlfriend, went overseas to Italy, like you did, almost like around. The, actually, she went she went, went about a year ago. She'll be back at yeah. the end of this month. Uh, she went to go work in Italy. I think mm-hmm. she works in one of the car places, and she's been in Italy, and not like Rome or any major city. She's right. in more of a, a kind of like a small tourist town near the mountains. Yeah. So she doesn't have a lot of conveniences, and there's mm-hmm. not a lot of people that speak English. And I know I, I we haven't talked at length about it, but many times I've been over Matt's house, um, especially in the middle of the day where it's six or seven hours later over there. Uh, she's facetiming him to say goodnight and say how the day went so yeah. it, it does really help a relationship yeah it can I, but you are right in the time difference is what like you know gets in the way but the facetiming does help just like see that person excuse you a bit and then you do have to get that opportunity to be like hey like this was my day how was your day and like i would say maybe more so him being there without me because being and i'm sure your friend's girlfriend or wife i'm mm-hmm. sorry like being there like you you have a sense of loneliness because right. everybody's like on their own accord and she doesn't like necessarily that's not her first language that's there so having that time to see the person that you love and have a conversation with them before you go to bed makes all the world yeah i had a co i have a co-worker now uh he was dating a girl in baltimore um she's currently i think on her way moving here he told me yesterday but they had like a facetime relationship and he told me yesterday he goes honestly like without having like my ipad or my phone um and being able to see her every day i don't think that there was any way in hell she would have ever decided let me move to toledo with this man and like spend my life with him and go to school and like build something with him so it helps people I mean, across this country as well. Everywhere. Yeah. Just, just don't do it while you're driving or not on earbuds when you're in Kroger. Because Listen, we all don't want to see and hear your conversation. The biggest, the biggest oops. <clears throat> the, and, and I oop was like people on their phone, FaceTiming with their AirPods in and yelling. Like, don't yell via FaceTime with your AirPods in, in public. Keep it to yourself. When I was at Monette's the other day, Saturday afternoon, this woman was not an older an older woman was not on her AirPods or AirBuds. 
I wanted to walk over and stick my face in between her face and the phone. There's plenty of room. Yeah. Just to be like, can you do this later when we're not all food shopping? Like, listen, you have a much more private conversation when you're in person with somebody in a grocery store than you do on FaceTime. So whatever it is that you are talking about, whether it is a good thing, a bad thing, or what it is that you should be buying, like, don't do it. Don't do it. That's all I got to say. I see two or three FaceTimers a week while I'm driving on Airport Highway. Um, We've got uh, the election things that happened last night. Uh, The number one ranking in the college football playoff rankings that came out last night. And how did things wind up for UT all in less than 10 minutes? Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah. Just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. 633, it's Eric Phillips here. Floyd will be back tomorrow. A lot of election stuff from yesterday. You voted, right? Because are you even allowed to vote? Yeah, I'm allowed to vote. So leaving here going straight to work and then going to the hospital i did not make it to vote and i'm really really kind of upset about it but things worked out the way that i want them to so it's fine okay yeah i found my new polling place mm-hmm. i used to love going to the old to the old lady church that i went to before <laughs> the old lady church are all churches old lady churches it was like an old baptist church kind oh, of place where are you at again um what, what well I, I went to a different place now but the one from downtown was, yeah i was the only person of that skin color yeah, that's not an old church. It's huge. It's kind of small. Oh, but I enjoyed going there. Okay, you I should like, go on Sunday it, morning. It was always super fast, like in and out too. <laughs> uh, people in Perrysburg by a 53 percent uh, vote, you can do the rest of the math. The levy passed for Perrysburg and schools. So if you got a two hundred thousand dollar home, you're gonna your taxes are gonna go up about forty six dollars a month. Ultimately, at the end of the levy, they'll be double that. But this is the I think the right move to keep those teachers employed. Now let's fix the finances. Let's get let's get those in line. Um. That levy was added to this year's ballot after the school district reported a 19% growth in the student body in the last 11 years that outpaced the state funding. So some people have some um, some things to answer to for some lousy math or poor foresight. Yeah. It appears all the incumbents on city council, Toledo City Council, maintain their positions while Sam Meldon, Sam Meldon won District 5. District 3's race for Peter Uvagi's seat uh, between Teresa Gaddis and I think Glenn Cook. Clo- too close to call, but it looks like Gaddis is the winner for... Okay. That, where uh, yeah. Vagi has been a long-time Toledo politician. I've been keeping an eye on the news, and I haven't seen anything about that. They've talked about the levies for yeah. like the schools, but nothing about uh, um, city that council. Uh, Washington local passed. The BG school levy did not pass, I believe. And Mommy Mayor Richard Carr won his re-election against the former city administrator, John Jezik. Um, they've had a testy battle for that. Northwood voters approved an ordinance that would allow those found in possession of 20 grams or less of marijuana in the city to face no punishment. Hmm, good Look for at that. Them. The progressive area of Northwood, <laughs> which like that's our that's connected to the east side, right? A lot uh, of weed there. Yeah, slightly. The sensible marijuana ordinance was approved by a margin of three forty four to three fifteen. Um, the ordinance lowers the penalty for misdemeanor marijuana offenses to the lowest allowed by state law. In this case, none at all. So unless you're making it and selling it, um, you're probably okay. I mean, Northwood has a lot of farmland, so don't do not do those things. Don't be that guy. To make it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Smoke it with less than 20 grams. Um, but, but, but let's see. All right, this is a terrible story that happened, I think, back on Mother's Day. Mm. Uh, Foose... Um, a Lucas County Common Pleas Court judge said no sentence would impose a greater punishment on a former state trooper than the ongoing reminders of 
his role in his son's death because of an unsecured handgun. Fusun's four-year-old Evan found the trooper's division-issued backup firearm and accidentally shot himself on Mother's Day. The boy later died at ProMedica Toledo Hospital. At Soon's sentencing yesterday, he called it the biggest mistake I made. Judge Myron Duhart recognized the impact of the family's loss, calling this case the worst, one of the worst tragedies he's ever seen. There's nothing I'd be able to do to you that would be worse than the punishment of what happened. The judge suspended a six-month sentence at the Correction Center of Northwest Ohio, noting Soon's lack of criminal record, along with his service in the National Guard and as a state trooper, will be required to complete parenting classes, 50 hours of community service, counseling, and not possess firearms mm. i'm glad i don't follow every ruling that happens across this country right. but sometimes well, i think that a lot of times common sense should prevail like in this case there's no reason to put that man in jail yeah i do, mean do you remember that story i don't remember that story when you when you brought it up i was thinking back and i don't remember it at all yeah, but sunday morning a little boy got a hold of his his dad's backup firearm and, yeah. and he shot himself in the face and died later on oh so and that judge uses common sense that that the dad will have to dad will have to live with this for the rest of his life. Yeah. It's, it's it's awful. It's a terrible accident, but uh, a stark, tragic reminder. Um, mm. When Sylvania rebuilds the intersection at Monroe and Silica Drive, um, where Monroe, Silica Drive, and School Drive. Oh, that's in Sylvania. Yeah, yeah I'm going Sylvania, so that's um, fine. <laughs> in 2023, should it just add lanes or? Make a roundabout. 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 I vote roundabout. There's going to be an open house meeting about the project. It'll be a public meeting, 4.30 to 6.30, November 18th, in the cafeteria at Northview. Joseph Shaw, the deputy director of Sylvania's Department of Public Service, said either option is expected to deliver the same level of service for traffic, so project planners haven't developed a preference. So it truly is up to people that will show up to the meeting and beyond. That's nice. Springfield Township trustees are offering a $10,000 cash reward for the prosecution and conviction of whoever's responsible for the racist graffiti at the Holland Barber Shop. Yes, a couple days ago, a hate crime offense was added to the to its investigation of vandalism. If you have any info, call the Sheriff's Office or the Crime Stopper program at 255-1111. You know, it really upsets me because if for some reason these things were linked from the one that happened last year to the family um, in their garage being spray-painted to this one and this person like isn't being caught, I just, I just, somebody somewhere knows something and to allow that to be the case is just ridiculous. And the fact that there even is like a reward, it's fine, it's great, but at the same time, you just, I don't know, you in my brain, it just doesn't work that way. You can't allow this person to go around because all they're trying to do is just put fear in people, and that's not okay. This uh, this community where we live in its entirety, yeah. you're, you're right. Too many people know too many other people to not know something. Exactly. And maybe that's why the reward has been placed out there for that. Maybe they know that it could be connected to some other things. So let's get this person behind bars. Yeah, and or beyond. these people. These people. Yeah. Uh, UT earned its sixth win of the season last night at the Glass Bowl. A little midweek action <laughs> on a Tuesday night. They beat Kent State 35-33 in the first uh, college playoff rankings of the season debut last night. While Ohio State is not number one in many of the polls, they were number one in the playoff ranking last night, followed by LSU and Alabama, who play this weekend, and a Penn State uh, neighbor of Ohio State. Uh, sorry, Ohio State's... Uh, Big Ten Conference neighbor Penn State. They play later on in the season as well. Michigan comes in at 14th. Uh, Ohio State plays Maryland this week, and yeah, is um, <clears throat> Kent that is that a Mac as well? I'm assuming because yeah. you said Mac. Yep. Mac. What is it, Maction? 
Mac midweek action. <laughs> games are wild, high scoring, and out of control. A lot of I, overtimes. I have never in my life met like a true <laughs> hardcore Toledo fan. So last night, like this girl, her name is Erica. I'm gonna throw it out there. That's fine. She was a hundred percent about UT, and when she finally realized the game was on the TV, like nothing else in the world was important to her. Like screaming, cheering, yelling, and then when they won, like she bought shots for everybody. And what I was, was your like, name? It's time to go, Erica. Ashley's friend? Yes, but different Erica, not the one that you're thinking of. Uh, at Wesley's of all places, yeah. which is like the right. least sports bar kind of place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, around. There was um, all basketball and football last night at Wesley's. Yeah, there's co- there was college, ba- college basketball began last night as well. Mm-hmm. I think BG won, Michigan won. Yeah, so there you go. You're in the middle of college sports season right now. 641 oh, with the morning reboot. Little Mermaid Live last night was okay. But one one performer was great. We'll do that before seven. Just Six fifty four on Q one oh five. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. Eric Chase and Philip is in today for Floyd. Floyd's out one more day as long as he doesn't decide to permanently move to Philadelphia or go visit New York City for several days after his trip out <laughs> east. Floyd, I, I'm pretty sure he's been in New York City a few times, but at, currently at this point in time, I think he could probably spend like a good mm, two or three weeks there and be completely fulfilled, still just as visiting, not even living. There's so much there that I think that he would just fall in love with right now. I, I shouldn't have said that to you, should I? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, 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 and I would tell him this to his face. Uh-huh. I think while you think you might want to live a certain place, right. it's so much different, as you know, from visiting Danny for like periods of time. It's yeah. so much different visiting a place even mm-hmm. for a lengthy period of time than actually being a resident absolutely and being subjected to just beyond cultural things yeah. like how things operate just getting around yeah simple simple things like that how to get food simple things like that i spent the first like week and i was like this is gonna be great love london everything and then like the tourist side stepped out and the reality of living there stepped in completely different the the honeymoon, the buzz wears off. Yeah, exactly. And you've got to get down to, to business. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll get to the to the Batman castings with familiar names in just a second. Last night was Little Mermaid Live. There was one really standout performance. Let's go through a couple of them. Um John Stamos. Mm-hmm. Wait. I do did I have John Stamos? Yes. Is, Uncle Jesse. Le poisson. Le poisson. How I love Le Chef Poisson. And to say little fish. First I cut off their heads, then I pull out their bones. And the weed is a tissue of the lich. Les poissons, les poissons. Hee hee hee. Ha ha ha. With the cleaver, I hack them in two. If you don't know or didn't watch, it's part movie, part musical, and the sets yeah. look fantastic. Okay, cool. Uh, so that's John Stamos, who I think at the end, he kind of stepped out of character, and I tried to grab it, but I couldn't find it. He said something about Prince Albert when he meant Prince, Prince Eric, Eric, and yeah. he also says that he should have been that character. Uh, next up, uh, the star of the night, ki- ki- well, the star character. Looking around here, you think, sure. She's got you hear Moana? So much, like it just blows my mind. She sounds good though. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? I've got 20. But who cares? No big deal. No. I want more. She sounds really good. 
I do appreciate. I want to be. I want to hear this. Sorry. <laughs> I want to see. Want to see him dancing, walking around on those. You want to see what? No, I, I just wanted to hear that. I do appreciate the fact that like Disney is taking um, like Ariel because obviously like most of the Disney princesses were like you know these 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 white characters that they mm-hmm. made and they're like allowing like Islanders and they're allowing um, they're gonna do the the movie uh, with I forget her name Hallie Bailey yeah right and I think that's really really cool I think that's great so yeah she call, sounds good but I just hear Moana call me crazy but I don't like it. Really? Yeah. Why, why so? This is not something I'm going to like fight tooth and nail for, yeah. but I always, not to belabor this because Floyd and I have talked about it before, um, I get it. Things were very white when superheroes mm-hmm. and Disney princesses were created. Yeah. The world is far more diverse. I wish we would apply the Miles Morales um, formula to these things. Meaning? And, and I realize that these are fictional characters, yeah. but create an entirely new character. Oh yeah, understand, but you know, people are now making money off of what remakes. They're bringing sitcoms yeah. back, everything no, else. So it. you got to reinvent it, it, it right? Miles Morales, I think, is less than twenty years old and already yeah. has an immense popularity. But look how long it took to put him him at the forefront of of a movie. Yeah. So it if we were to do a an Islander, um, Ariel or mm-hmm. a Black Pinocchio. Yeah. Oh my uh, God! Can I be Black Pinocchio? Oh my God! I'm so excited about this. So I, I like new characters being yeah. created, so that we can create, you know, new legends. Yeah. Um, okay. Under the sea, Shaggy. <laughs> so he wore a red suit. Yes. And I guess in one of the initial costumes, there were arms. Claws. Claws. Yeah. And he did worth it. So he's not making like hit songs anymore, but I have friends that work with him. And yeah, they- he is. Him and Sting went on that, that whole tour. They had like an album. It did really well, apparently. I mean, not for I like people like us, but still. Right. Um, <laughs> I have friends that work with him and they just say he's, he's the best. Yeah. So respectful and kind. Three things. He seems very, very kind. Um, him and Sting both. Three things. Number one, I adore Twitter, and I don't say this very often because they lit that costume up. They put him next to Michael Jackson in Thriller. They put him next to Eddie Murphy when he did that stand-up in that red leather suit, and it was so accurate. It's freaking hysterical. Um, and also, I think, first of all, Shaggy did a great job. I love Shaggy. I think he's adorable. I think he's great. But uh, what's his name? Titus from The Impossible Kimmy Schmidt, when he played... Uh, Sebastian on Broadway, mm-hmm. he did such a better job. Such a better job. Floyd loves him. Yeah. Um, I said what I said. <laughs> we couldn't figure... That, that Titus, right? Yeah, that was. We couldn't figure out where he was from, and then I remembered. He was mm-hmm. from the detergent commercial a couple of years ago. What? Yeah, that's where I first saw him. Like, yeah, we'll pull up uh, during the break. Okay. And, and the star of the night, the MVP... Choo-choo! Queen Latifah. Into my cauldron, crying, tells us and appease, and I help them up. Yes, I do. Now it's happened once or twice. Someone couldn't pay the price, and I'm afraid I had to rake him across the coal. She was so good, but to be expected. Yeah, everybody literally, like, I opened up my uh, my news app this morning, and all the entertainment had to do with how Queen Latifah basically stole the show and made it great. So, yep. yeah. yeah, it's a good thing that they, they cast her. I'll give you the names, and we'll save the rest of the story for next hour in entertainment. Colin Farrell, and I love Colin Farrell 2.0. Yeah. Like, after the bad boy phase. Oh, yeah. He's so um, hot. I, I like 
Colin Farrell and it looks like Andy Serkis have both get, been cast in the next iteration of Batman. 701 on the morning reboot. We'll get to a panel full of ladies and hook you up with some prizes to be on that panel next. Q105 Studios sponsored Batman Ladies, ladies. Oh, my ladies, Q105's The Morning Reboot. You're not just helping Eric, you're helping all men. I need help. The panel full of ladies, 419-240-1055. Start dialing. You know what, I do kind of miss, and we have room for uh, for one more lady to call in. We'll hook you up with a uh, Magic Cirque Christmas tickets, 419-240-1055. Uh, you know what I do kind of miss about What's Floyd? That? I have someone to sing songs here. He's a oh. little extra entertainment. Yeah, I don't sing when the mic is on, but <clears throat> I'll sing when the mics are off. He, so I'm okay with he that. He does both. Yeah, he, okay. He, and I, I, I kind of missed He texted me this morning, so I don't know where he is, though. Uh, 7.13, the morning reboot, line two. Let's get Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Good morning. Good morning. Tiffany's from Toledo, 41, three kids, married for three years. What part of Toledo are you from? West Toledo. West Toledo. West Toledo. Uh, Philip, I'll get four. Okay. Uh, line three is Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Good morning. Hello. Hi, uh, from Monroe, 36, four kids, married for two years. Mm-hmm. Okay, kind, kind, <laughs> of, kind of newlyweds on. And last up on line four, who, who's on line four? The one person Janet I didn't talk Carter to. Calling. Who is it? Yeah. What's your name? Janet. Hi, Janet. Good morning. How old are you? I am 35. Sing- no kids. Lived in Toledo all my life, except when I was in the military. You say one kid? No kids. No kids. Are you married, single, divorced? Do you have, like, a man's? Separated. Okay, okay. Okay. All right, first question. Tiffany, you're up first. Philip, you looked at me weird when I kind of teased this. Uh, Tiffany, is there an (laughs) object or something in your life you have given feelings to, (laughs) like a laptop or a coffee mug, something totally inanimate that you feel deeply for? My car? Mm Mm-hmm. Really? Why such a close relationship? Yes. <laughs> because I love her. her. She's so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to ask the question, Philip? I mean, go for it. What's her name? Yeah. Her name is Snow White. Snow, Snow White. White. I'm assuming it's a white car. What kind of car do you have? I have a Kia Optima that is Snow White for <laughs> so her name is Snow White. And the and the kids are the dwarves, right? Uh huh. <laughs> Yo, you spend so much time in your car. I dig it. I get it. The kids' names are expensive, dirty, and snotty. <laughs> um, Lindsay, is, is there an object in your life you've given feelings to? Kind of. I guess my car. Your car? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about him or her. Well, I always apologize to my cars because I'm terrible with them. <laughs> so, no. If I'm trying to push it to the max without gas, I apologize. Uh, I, I coped it along. That's sweet. Janet, what about you? An inanimate object you've given feelings to? Um, the last teddy bear that my uncle gave me before I died. That's I great. That memory. That's great. Very sweet. Do you, do you still have it? Yes, I do. How often do you interact interact with it? I I see it every morning in my bedroom when I lived at home. Okay, I had one of those the teddy and bear, I, and then I I got sick and threw up on it, so I had to go. Mm. I know. When I was a little boy, I threw up on one of my stuffed animals that I talked to like that, and yeah. I was devastated yeah. when my mom had to throw away. Yeah. Butch, it was Butch and Freddie. Butch and and Freddie had Freddie had no Freddie was blind by the time me and the dogs were done with him. <laughs> Tiffany, uh, we all have like 
tragic wedding uh, tales. What's some of the worst etiquette you've ever seen at or around a wedding? Um, the worst etiquette I believe that is at a wedding is asking for monetary gifts only. Okay. I think it's very tacky. Okay. And I've been to a wedding that has asked that. And yeah, it's, I, I don't like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Lindsay, what about you? Uh, bad wedding etiquette. What's something you've come across? from the bride and groom from anything at all I came across a story that said uh, a woman a woman disinvited her sister because she broke her arm and couldn't play at her wedding like that's in bad taste so something like that people who take pictures with their phones the whole time rather than watching the wedding at the wedding yeah it's like they sit there and they take video of everything it's super annoying like at a concert when people do it right and I know yep, exactly. And mm-hmm. I know photographers like who are being paid to do that for the wedding exactly. will often post, please don't do this. This yeah. is why I'm here. You enjoy that. <laughs> exactly. Janet, what about you? What's some you know, what bad gonna do? Janet, what's some bad wedding etiquette you've experienced? Um, it would be my wedding. Um, my dad took off his suit and tie before we even had wedding pictures taken. Mm. <laughs> Did you make him put it back on? I attempted to. Okay. Bad call, Dad. All right, next up, Tiffany, can you, what percent of the time can you tell whether someone is staring at your boobs? 100%. (laughs) The boob sense goes off? They start to tingle a little bit? Yes. Okay. Lindsay, Lindsay, what about? They're kind of big, so. Oh, you you get like a lot of stares then. Lindsay, oh, yeah, I do. Lindsay, can you tell all the time like Tiffany? Yes. yes. <laughs> Janet, you want to go three always. for three? Can you always tell? Say the question again. Can, Sorry. What percent of the time can you tell if someone's staring at your boobs? I would say when I was in the military, they never would look straight into my face. They'd always look at my chest first to see if I was the real thing. Mm. Oh, my God. And that's so crazy. By men all the time. I really like, I was, I'm surprised they all said as often as they realize like 100% of the time because I know a lot of straight men. I hang out with a lot of straight men and they're always looking at boobs. It's like a person walks towards them and they go straight chest before they look at anything else. So yeah. I don't know if you, do you do that, Eric? I've never really realized about, about that about I do, about you. but I, I don't, I don't think you'd know if I was, I mean, you might know according to like Tiffany and Lindsay and yeah. Janet, you, you might know, but you don't know what you don't know. And also, I mean, like I like boobs. So there's that too. I'm, and if I were, I'm not a stare and oogler or anything. <laughs> Last question, Tiffany. <laughs> T- Tiffany, what? Qu- I, I look with respect. Do you now, Tiffany? What color does he look best in? Well, my wife looks best in oh, coral. S- sorry, sorry, it's fine. Yeah. Did you say coral? I know you guys don't know. I know you don't know, but she looks best in coral. Coral. Okay, let me get this right. So yes. coral's like like an orangeish red, right? I think I think it's more like a white. Oh, really? Like a shade of white, like uh, coral in the sea. No, it's not. Like <laughs> coral? Yeah. No, coral is like a a peachy pink color. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Closer to, closer yeah. to white than than orange, but okay. <laughs> Lindsay, whoever you're ma- whoever you're married to, what color do they look best in? I like when he wears like a white button up. 
Italian, so he was hey, good. yes, okay. get those Italianos. Janet, when whenever you see somebody that you might be attracted to, what color do you prefer on them? Yellow. Yellow? Wow, really? Yeah. That one just blows my mind. I don't know so many people who look good in yellow. Like a pale or a, a brighter shade? pull-up shirt, polo shirt. Okay. Um, and like a pastel yellow, not like those bright yellows you see or those pasty mustard colors. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's very like expressed. <laughs> Tommy Elviger. Okay. I, I dig it. Tiffany, Lindsay, Jenny. Yeah, you ladies were all great. Everybody hold on. We've got prizes for you and we've got guests on the way. Yellow. I kind of want to go to the Adams Family show. I, I'm very, I want to see the movie. I'm happy yeah. they're back. I actually, I've never seen like the the musical and I'm really intrigued. I, I don't, do I know this person? I don't know this person, do I? No, she's new. Yeah, I want to talk to her. I'm uh, intrigued. Adams Family, the mommy indoor. We'll get to that next. 7.30... <laughs> On Q105, the morning reboot. Philip, what's so funny? I just, I'm so proud of you, and I thought about it again because you give warnings now. And I know you didn't when it was just oh. you and I like five minutes ago, but now with everybody in here, you gave a warning, and I'm so I proud of you. Explained yesterday. Yeah. We've got like a rotating thing it's of good. people. It's Our friend good. Alex is here with us, yes. and you guys are. Hello. Hello. We're catching up. Hello, friend. Even though we only Hello, met once. Hello, friend. Yeah, but yeah. that's. Uh, Philip's in for Floyd today and there was a time Alex and I really connected like way back in February and she's uh-huh. like I saw Floyd out but he didn't talk to me I'm like he was probably obliterated drunk yeah. I saw Philip out he didn't talk to me is what she meant to say right no oh. this was Floyd it was, oh. Floyd. It was, it was okay. Floyd no no it was it was Floyd multiple times I was on air and yeah. then I would see him out and I'm like does he know who I am I don't think he knows who I am <laughs> he's drunk don't and worry about it and then we connected right when I came back from vacation I think yeah uh, that yeah. is the intro of the co-host please let me introduce our guest one is a familiar your voice and mm-hmm. face, uh, Liz Lotta from Prometica. But Liz is here mm-hmm. with some friends, Katie and Annalise, because it's Adam's Family Mania. So the the animated movie is has been back out for a couple of weeks. I'd like to see it. But uh, Liz, the Adam's Family is coming to the Mommy Indoor. Tell me about it. Hi. Yeah, the Adam's Family is being produced by Waterville Play Shop oh. next week. So nice. I have my friends, my Wednesday and Morticia. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> we were out there. I knew. I was like, I wonder what they're playing. And I knew it was Wednesday and Morticia. On a Wednesday. I was so excited. <laughs> it's not, it's not a Wednesday. I, to, to sidetrack for just one second, like I remember all the names, but the dad's name escapes me. Gomez. 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 Yeah, how do you forget Gomez? Gomez. All I remember is from the, the 90s movie, Raul player. Julia, who yeah. is dead. yeah. Liz, is this a coincidence that you guys are doing this and however long the performance runs that the Adam Sandler movie just came back out? I think so. Coincidence? <laughs> I think that, yeah, 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 I right. imagine it's a coincidence. Okay. Yeah. They so, probably made the season before they knew that that was a thing. Okay, yeah. so tell me what to expect. I know it's a comedy musical, but give me more. Uh, it's, it Morticia. is a comedy. Yes, thank you. It is a comedy, but it, it, it speaks some truth in there. Mm-hmm. You want to say something about how the show gets kicked off? Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's different from the cartoon. It's not quite what you would expect. Mm. It follows a grown-up Wednesday Adams as she's fallen in love, but she's oh. fallen in love with a guy from Ohio, oh. and her parents aren't particularly happy we are with not that. Enthused. That sounds <laughs> like not enthused. Enthused. at all. That sounds because like because he's normal and. Well, We're obviously not. Right. <laughs> it's a, I guess uh, I remember the monsters as a kid growing up, but mm-hmm. I really liked the Adams Family. And I was so excited that the movie was coming out. I was excited to have Liz here to do this because every 
intellectual property these days gets rebooted, remade, mm-hmm. and and the history gets added to, but not the Adams family per se. So where did that theme of Wednesday dating an ordinary guy, like where did that come from? So actually, the um, composer of it, Andrew Lippa, kind of got it off of Fiddler on the Roof. The whole okay. plot kind of um, parallels uh, Hoddle's story mm-hmm. with um, Tevia. So if you go watch the movie after seeing the show, then you'll be able to see that. Okay. Uh, Liz, Annalise, Katie, Wednesday, and Morticia. Liz, do you have a role or are you just here to help promote? I'm an ancestor, so I'm in the ensemble, okay. and I am a singing, dancing ghost that is haunting the stage because Fester lets us out and isn't letting us back into our crypt. Could, That's funny. Could you give us any of it right now? No, I sing a lot of high soprano notes, and I'm saving my voice for rehearsal. Okay. All right, um, it's like high C every single uh, night. The Adams Family at the Mommy Indoor. When is the show? When does the show run, and how to get tickets and all that? Uh, we open next Thursday. We run through the 17th. Uh, tickets are available at the watervilleplayshop.org site. Okay. And uh, when, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday shows are at 8, and Sundays is at... Two the matinee. Two, yes. Uh, either Morticia or Wednesday or ensemble. Uh, tell me more about the Waterville Play Shop if you could. Well, I'm new to the Waterville Play Shop. I'm a transplant from Louisiana. So I can I tell. I, I, oh, really? Is it showing? So you said Louisiana. I heard that part. accent. Yes, ma'am. Tell them what. Uh, part. So Morticia's from yeah. you know New York. So I got a sit on it. What part of Louisiana um, are you from? I'm from right north of New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Look at the accent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did you know that, Alex? I did, and I said Eric's really going to love that. (laughs) (laughs) I live in the wrong part of country for wrong part of the country for accents that appeal to me, but anyway. um, So, you're new. I'm new, so I'm probably not the best person to... Katie? Yeah, Waterville Play Shop, it's in Waterville, if you couldn't guess. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, you never know. What are some of the other productions that Waterville Play Shop has put on that we might be familiar with? Yeah, uh, well, we did Fiddler on the Roof Mm -hmm. like two, three years ago in 2017. Okay. We've done Footloose. Nine to five. Nine to five. Lion King Jr. Yeah. Coming our auditions for a company and then they'll stage um, Matilda in the spring. Wait, 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 wait. I don't live here anymore, but you're doing company. Mm-hmm. By far, my favorite musical, legit. Like, just the, the so arch of it is great. Anyway, yeah. Continue. <laughs> That's awesome. You. That's Auditions so awesome. Are the day and the day after Adams. Right. Ah. At Waterville Play Shop. You can go. Maybe it'll keep you here. It won't keep me here. I have a visa. I paid a lot of money for that. I have to go back. Uh, it's a. Uh, Katie, I was going to say Wednesday. You, you do look so. <laughs> Who was, who was the girl, Emily, uh, Christina Ricci? Christina yeah. Ricci. There are resemblances. Yeah, just a, a little, little bit, bit. yeah. Um, I actually have gotten that a lot before Adam Stanley. I kind of want to. She's terrifying wanna, on stage. Oh, yeah. I kind of want to braid your hair oh, yeah. into pigtails. So I'm really tempted to do that. Like, I'll just do it. Does, I tempted to come here with the braids. You should have. <laughs> does Pugsley look like does Pugsley? Look like Pugsley? Yes. Well, that's actually something I want to mention. So for the first time in two decades, we've double cast the show. So oh. we have two casts. Oh, okay. So oh. these lovely people will be performing Thursday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. There are chalice. You're a chalice. We are the chalice the cast. The chalice cast. And then our crypt cast is Friday, Sunday. So we have two Wednesdays, two Morticias, two Pugsleys, two Gomezes, but only one Lurch. You guys are putting in work. That's awesome. I appreciate that. How about that Cousin cool. It? Is that a costume or a very hairy individual? We don't have an It. I don't think there's one in there. So What happened to It? I could have done It the other day when my hair was just... Everywhere. <laughs> I actually did. I did do that a little while in the bathroom in the mirror. I was like... Bah, 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 
<laughs> uh, Liz, Katie, and Annalise from uh, from Mommy Indoor, the Waterville Play Shop, and the Adams family. What happened to Cousin Ed? Did he did he leave? Has he has he been written out? Just had a major part of the. No, okay. not, not the musical. Yeah, uh, Annalise, you said that this starts differently. Is that what Katie was mentioning? How she gets into dating, or is there another more unexpected? Uh, I would say that's how it starts. She's bringing this boy home to mm. meet her parents and. Well, the atoms tend to be a wee bit different mm-hmm. than the rest of the world. So okay. she's a little nervous about that yeah. and tries to have a conversation with Gomez, who then is forced to keep a secret from his wife. Okay, so and they don't know that the boy is... what. Gomez knows that okay. the boy is important. Morticia figures it out, right. but she's a wee bit angry with Gomez through part of it, and okay. Wednesday for that matter. It's Good so stuff. funny that you guys say like That's the Adams cool. are like the strange ones. For like growing up, I was like, I think the Adams are the normal ones most out of most <laughs> yeah. situations. Yeah. So well, I get. Go ahead. I was going to say the thing that I love about this show. I mean, even though it's a comedy and we're having fun, is I just feel like like every person in the world should mm-hmm. be loved, like Gomez loves Morticia. Oh, oh my absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, Cara mia. He, she <laughs> exactly. is, she's his goddess. Oh yeah. my but goodness. To, to Philip's point, I mean, thirty years ago when those movies came out, they, as you ladies have said. They were a different family, yeah. but now differences in normal. families yeah. is pretty normal. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, here's my, you know, Asian boyfriend. This, these are my black parents, mm-hmm. and ev- everybody's a little bit. Different. So I wonder how much more of a reflection and connection that will give people from the movie and from coming to see the the musical in a couple of weeks. Oh, it's next week. Next yeah. week. Sorry. <laughs> Not a couple weeks. Next week. Next Sorry, week. Sorry, Liz. Yeah, turn the mic. I know that stresses you out, but. Uh, Time change, sitting in the darkness all of last week, and Thanksgiving practically being in December is has my month all met. And it's really cold already. Uh, And it's already November. Yeah, and I'm here, so So, there's that too. Yeah, that too. (laughs) Everything is disjointed. Uh, Mommy indoor next week, eight days away for the Adams family again. How can people uh, track down tickets for it? When are the shows? WaterviewPlayshop.org. Tickets are seventeen dollars for adults, fifteen for students and seniors. Good, nice. And the shows are next Thursday through Saturday at 8. And what? then Sunday. Sunday. Oh, and then oh, Sunday at the time. I'm 2. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, I didn't see anything on the Mommy Indoors page, but I did track it down pretty easily on Facebook, the event. And I think Waterville Play Shop and or that and Adam's family will track it, track it down for you on Facebook. Yeah, I will tell you guys, you know, a lot of people in the city who are musically inclined, like really greatly musically inclined, and who also, like me, enjoy companies. So tell your whoever marketing folks to make sure that they put out there the auditions for company because they will get a flood of really great talent. So You should go on the radio and tell people that they should audition for company. Yeah, come audition for company for Waterville and uh, make sure you do it. What is it? What is it? Right after you guys open? Yes, it's the 8th. 18th and 19th. Yeah, you should totally do that. Do 100%. It. We'll spread the word. Yeah. Uh, Annalise, Katie, good to meet you. Liz, thanks for coming by. Adam's family in eight days at the Mommy Indoor, 743. We'll get to those important castings before 8 o'clock. We're going on. We're actually on. Hi, it's 7.54 the morning. Don't say anything bad. Reboot. Q105. <laughs> don't say the F word or anything like don't it. Don't talk about that person anymore. Nope, nope, nope. Well, unless you want it on the air, which might be go- good in some cases, because some people need to be called out. That's true. Um, You are back on your BS. 7.53 at 8.05, your first national keyword of the day to win the $1,000 payoff. At 9.20, I'll look for caller 10 score to be qualified for tickets to the Michigan-Ohio State game. What did you call it? Battle... 
Border, border battle. <laughs> oh. You don't work here, you can call. Call our 10, 920. Mm. Um, I don't work here. Quick update. You, you, you told me I couldn't win the like other sports, day. And you said you don't want to go to the big house. There's 100,000 people there. Because who wants to go somewhere called the big house? I'm a black American. There is no way I want to go to a place called the big house. I can't even carry in a purse. They take your purses at the door. What? So you can't take in a purse. Uh, if you're just joining us, you're getting going this morning. The Perrysburg levy passed. Yeah. All the incumbents on Toledo City Council moved ahead. And Sam Meldon and Teresa Gaddis won the open seats. And I think mm-hmm. Teresa Gaddis won by 20 votes. Mm. Uh, the Washington locals school levy passed mm-hmm. and the BG1 did not mm-hmm. and sensible marijuana ordinance in Northwood passed. UT won because last people night. people in Northwood are about to get stoned. <laughs> and, well, they are. They're just not going to get arrested for it now. Yeah. Hi. Good morning. Alex is here with us. Hi. Hi. I'm, I, was, I, I was emotionally invested in District 6 so I was a little... Who mm-hmm. is that? Mm-hmm. Ron Murphy and Delaney. Ron Murphy is a personal friend of mine so I was really hoping for that. I think I saw his picture. He's a really good person. Okay. Phenomenal person. Huge loss for the district, but I guess Delaney's all right. It's it's tough to fight wow. incumbents. I'm Yeah. I, I Yeah. It was I was reading some WTOL profiles of the candidates yesterday and I snarkily yesterday said that Yvonne Harper was running against an 84-year-old woman. Yeah, and June think, Boyd. Yeah. yeah. And, and it said in the profiles it like the, in parentheses there was like a healthy 84-year-old. <laughs> Um, but do you think that's right that you can ask candidates something about age related? Like I think that's wrong. No, they I mean, did when, it on the like, national level. Yeah, so obviously I'm speaking on the national yeah. level, and I was like, um, this is really problematic. I mean, they came for Joe Biden. Yeah, they even, even saying things during debates like, "Do you remember and Joe Bernie? Biden and Bernie?" Well, Bernie, what do you have? A stroke Bernie just recently? Did, yeah. A heart attack. A heart attack. Yeah. yeah. No, because I think we can figure it out from your lucidity. Sure. Um, and like I, side issue, but kind of related to age stuff mm. I have a big problem with not giving older people driving tests I have a big problem giving a lot of people not driving tests <laughs> such people who can't change tires uh, who can't change a tire oh we talked about that mm-hmm. you said you just replace your car <laughs> and I was I like oh you got money car away. money he's like no it's a lease I said, oh okay I, remember that I was like you got money Bethany had a AAA thing over yeah. the weekend and she was very dismayed that some dude with her from uh, school couldn't jump the car or change the tire. I can I do can neither. I can change the tire. They were just we, it had gotten to, and I said this at the when the Girl Scouts were here. I just wasn't strong enough to get the lug nuts off. Mm-hmm. I'm happy you know the word lug nuts because people are like the the things that you put on the tire to keep it on. I'm like, excuse me. Well, so I didn't say that the last time the Girl Scouts <laughs> were here, and I said I couldn't get the nuts off. And her boyfriend knows about that. <laughs> then again, it is no nut November. <laughs> I was like, I can't get the nuts off, and I could not help myself. It was so inappropriate in front of the Girl Scouts. Hello, ladies. She's she's my neighbor, by the way. That's great. The one that has the boyfriend that works at Balance. Remember that? Vaguely. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's my neighbor. I said, I know you. Um, They've memed worse. (laughs) I I get it. I get it. But but anyway, I did everything... To change the tire, except I just was not strong enough, and I was trying to stand on the. Yeah, people it, like I have to kick it. I have to like put some force into it I'm if like, I do I'm it. Heavy. 
yeah. and it still wasn't working. Yeah. Uh, some entertainment stories we teased last hour, so maybe you looked it up. There's already been some major castings for the next Batman movie that comes out in June of 2021. Robert Pattinson is, is Batman. Uh, Paul Dano, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. He will be the Riddler. Zoe Kravitz is going to be Catwoman. Uh, so there's been a lot of rumors for Who some of the... Who's going to be Catwoman? Zoe, Zoe Kravitz. Kravitz. I thought you said Lenny Kravitz. I was about to say, rewind. I That's mean... not a thing. I mean, you were accurate, but still no. <laughs> Jews in Hollywood always getting the roles, right? Oh, Paul Dano is that guy from... Oh, man. He plays very... Creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. he's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so as well. Like, I don't know the big stuff. I saw him in There Will Be Blood. Yeah. And he played like a troubled young evangelist preacher. Mm. And he wasn't even the bad guy in the movie, but he he was unsettling. So he'll be good. The two castings that are, are pretty... Well, one's... Colin Farrell's going to play the Penguin. There's been a lot of rumors around that. Colin, I like Colin Farrell 2.0. I like Colin Farrell, but as the Penguin? Yeah. There'll probably sure be some spin to it. Put some weight on. Yeah. I like him a lot because there was Colin Farrell back in like the early 2000s, and then mm-hmm. he became Bad Boy. His porn, mm-hmm. his, his, his sex yeah. tape leaked out, and then he went away, and then he's come back. Wait, and wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Colin Farrell has a sex tape? Yeah, was, how was I'm not aware of this. Who is the was it a black swimsuit or Victoria's Secret? I hope so. I don't know. It was I, I one of those <laughs> high profile models, and it leaked. What? And it was bad. There were drugs, and like he got written out of Hollywood. But now he's back. Can I Google it? Yeah, outstanding. The next one. <laughs> Have a good night. Andy Circus is in late stage talks to play uh, Alfred Pennyworth. You know who Andy Circus is? No. Uh, he is in the Planet of the Apes movies. He's oh, had a couple yeah, of Marvel yeah, yeah. roles. He's a producer as well. I forget what his big, other big roles are. He won it for... Oh, yeah. He was in The Boys. Is that... He's the, not boys. In the Boys. Is he in The Boys? No. The Amazon show? Yeah. No. It's... Oh, no. He was in... Um... He was the guy with the arm in Black Panther. Yeah. And he's he's got... He's won an award-winning something for... I think he was Gollum. He was Gollum. Yeah. So he's been doing animated, or or, I'm sorry, like that kind of role for a long, long time. And I believe he won an Academy Award for it. Uh Um, He was Gollum. Six or eight years or so ago. Have you seen, I'm not sure who's doing it. I really want to say it's probably the CW, Pennyworth. Yeah, it's yeah. some off-brand yeah. network. I haven't watched it. Yeah, I've, oh, I don't. I don't. No plan on watching it. But uh, the ABC set a date for its next live in front of a studio audience, uh, which will feature recreations of All in the Family and Good Times. It'll air. The special yes. will air on December eighteenth. Kerry Washington, who portrayed Helen Willis from the Jeffersons during mm-hmm. the first, will be an executive producer. The first one aired in May, which recreated two episodes of All in the Family and the Jeffersons, led by Woody Harrelson, Marissa Tomei, Jamie Foxx, and more. Casting will be announced at a later date, um, and there's another one scheduled for the spring. I don't understand why they're doing All in the Family twice. Maybe that maybe that story was worded oddly, so maybe it will be something else. Okay. And uh, for the first time ever, Selena Gomez notched a number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100. So she's been doing music now for over 11 years, and she finally got the number one position with her Bieber song, Lose You to Love Me, which was released on October 23rd. Its position comes after uh, selling 39,000 copies and streaming about the same amount. Good for her. I like Selena Gomez. I think she's completely underrated. I enjoy Selena Gomez a whole lot. I like her. I'm just a little. We talked about this. The whole Justin. I'm like, come on. Well, yeah. But you know. I like this. The last song was like <laughs> that one. But then there was one on Friday that we got. Yeah. That was more of what we expected. It was up up tempo yep. about mm-hmm. her yep. finding herself. We I, yeah. I, I didn't know that that one was coming because we're all kind of like, 
you're not getting the right kind of therapy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that she was like making new music. And it was funny because you started seeing like stories about her and how she was getting back in touch with the girl she because she used to hang out with like Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and like uh was it the Adid girls? Yeah. So she's starting to like, you know, get back into her normal groove, which is I I mean good for her. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. Eight oh one with the morning reboot in a couple of minutes, your national keyword to win the thousand dollar payoff. And we will ask you if you know if you're allowed to date anybody at work next. All right, welcome to the show. It's the morning reboot at 8.15 on Q105. Oh, I got a good snort there. Got a good snort there. Uh, Your national keyword to win the $1,000 payoff is TUNE, T-U-N-E. You can text that to 95819 to try to win the $1,000 here on Q105. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. It's Eric. Philip. For Floyd, but maybe more because he loves New York City now. If you've seen his social stuff, he's loving NYC. Did he get your pretzels? I probably not. Mother, my, <laughs> my hopes are not up. Yeah, I think the more enthusiastic I got about that, and the more wanty I got them, the I got for the less he wanted to do it. Uh, that's our friend Alex. Alex is here today. Hey, and. This story goes back to uh, to Monday. Perhaps you've seen the story that the McDonald's CEO stepped down. I yeah. did. Mm-hmm. He stepped mm-hmm. down, and he's done a lot of good things for McDonald's to yes. reimagine them over the yeah. last couple of years or so yeah. and modernize them to compete with Chipotle and whatnot and Chick-fil-A. Um, he had a consensual relationship with an, an employee, and anybody there is his subordinate. Yep. Yeah. And I didn't read the story mm-hmm. as to what was whether it was that or whether it was just company policy, but he's gone. Um, maybe they're... Yeah, I don't know. So... He stepped down, and yesterday we asked on the panel for the ladies, do you know if you can date where you work? And a lot of people are unfamiliar, Alex, whether or not they can date people at the workplace. That's mm. something you should definitely know, by the way. I'm very familiar. Not, right. not because I have. I have in the past. Like when I, when I lived in Cleveland, one of my pretty successful relationships, we worked together. Really? Yeah, we did. So I have a completely different opinion about it. So mm-hmm. obviously the ethical, you can't date your subordinate, and in his, in the CEO's case, everybody is your subordinate. Also, how much of the population is actually a McDonald's employee? So, like, if you think about it, <laughs> if you think about it, there's a large percentage of people that he cannot date in the world. Quite honestly, in the world. yeah, exactly. you, you're accurate. I never thought about that. Exactly. It's not like he's going into the McDonald's on Glendale, going, "You look fine. Would you hey, like to go out, foxy lady? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or hey, man. Lady, hey, lady, working that fry machine. Let's, <laughs> but also, the McDonald's on Glendale. If they saw him, they probably wouldn't know who he is anyway right. so. so but it yeah so yeah like the ethical part like obviously you can't date your subordinate but i believe our policy which i won't say where i work but it doesn't it doesn't say workplace relationships or a no like it right. doesn't say that it's a no i don't think i don't think it will ever any like credible place will ever say that it's Ooh, a some no places some places do really yeah. mm-hmm. that's just frowned upon and, and the credible do. places would do it now now so i have one of my Longest my people like someone I care for deeply the most was an at work thing actually, mm-hmm. and then I had my affair a long time ago. Remember that one? You had an affair. Oh she was yeah, oh that God. I do remember years ago. Yeah, and they were, they, they scandalous, were right? Totally scandalous. So, and I <laughs> who are you? I got a lot of got a lot of things Skeletons waiting for me in that closet. Mm. I, no, I dangled them for everyone to see. So yeah, I know does. why and how they can work out. Yeah, but, me but too. When, when things go poorly, and that's why if I were in charge, I, I don't know if I would have a very stern rule saying 
you can't do this. And trust me, I'm saving you from your own demons. Mm -hmm. Because it's like when you're sending nudes to somebody, everything's great. And then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden they turn into somebody you hate. And Mm -hmm. then your nudes are on the internet. Mm -hmm. You have to treat every situation like the worst will happen. So I would say black and white, no, you cannot. But if I couldn't do that, I would say, look... I would say, please make it known. Don't hide it, and just know that you are you're pouring gasoline very close to fire. I think adults should be very aware of that. Like, what, what did you what did you say yesterday? Don't poop where you eat. Yeah. Like, you should be very aware of the situation when you are dating somebody. If things were to go bad, have enough like self awareness and foresight yeah. to be like, if things do go bad with us, mm-hmm. are we going to be able to continue to work together and not have like a tenseful or stressful work environment? Yeah. And if you can't do that, then don't don't date, date them. That- there's two ways to go with that. 419-240-1055 if you know your uh, at-work dating policy. Two things. One, you can go, one of us might have to leave because we begin to hate one another. Or the opposite, one of us might have to leave because there's too much work in our in the, in the entirety of our life. Mm-hmm. So it it's a it's juggling a lot of balls. It I mean, is. it can it can pay up. <laughs> and there we go. There we go. <laughs> That's right. And because I'm such a no-nonsense person, my friend and I, Christine, were able to manage this. Yeah. Um, But most people can't. And when when things go bad, and a lot of times they will. You did have to say her name. I just realized you did that. You kept that part out. But it's fine. Keep going. It's okay. miles and miles away. If it goes bad, it could get really ugly. And there could be like collateral damage everywhere. So I was thinking the same thing that you said. It's Because I literally had this kind of art, like passionate argument last week because we saw the report about the McDonald's guy with my kind of second in command at work like my right hand Mm -hmm. favorite person and um, we he was like no no you don't do it it's stupid no no and I said not necessarily there are marriages that come from people like dating in in the workplace and I said I person I'm only speaking from my perspective I said I am not gonna date somebody that would post my nudes all over the end. I would never even send them in the first place, okay, especially well, when the workplace well, <laughs> when the workplace is involved. I right, would never absolutely, send them. Absolutely, yeah. And and he had made a comment and he's like, "So you're going to make that decision and if it doesn't go well, like for example, he's like, "So you're going to make it awkward for Philly and Eric." And I was like, "I'm not going to Philly and Eric have no say in what relationship yeah. I want to get into." Mm. And I'm not go, you know, just because I work with you guys and I said, "But I'm not going to get into a relationship and it if it goes if it doesn't go well, I'm not going to let it kind of pull over into my workplace and if it does and if it does start to affect your work then you also have to know that you're susceptible to whatever disciplinary action whatever from, you know what I mean yeah, what, yeah. You, you have to be an adult about that decision that but part. it is possible that part be so an adult long about as it you're not, so long as you're not ethically violating subordinate superior things then just be an adult about it and that's hard for people hi good morning thanks for calling us hi Hi, who's this? This is Brian. Hi, Brian. Are you allowed to date people at work? I, it, I'm not going to say you can't. Sometimes it's okay. But like you guys said, it's, it's, you're taking a chance. I dated a girl, and then it didn't work out. And at first it was okay because we still kind of flirted a little, but then she started dating some guy that was way uglier than me, and, and then, then yeah. I just didn't like that anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. 
See, but that's what they Brian got a little bit butter, I'm assuming. Yeah. Because you can't just say somebody uglier than me. He may be ugly to you, but like she liked that. And that is a situation when you put yourself in the yeah. situation. I don't care. You could work at McDonald's or you could work as a CEO mm-hmm. or a CFO at Amazon. When you start dating somebody who you work with, you have to realize work and personal have to become separate. Alex, you and I are the kind of people who can just like cut off the arm and <sighs> pretend like it didn't happen. But I would say that most people are not. And Brian made me think of like an, another component that can make this me- messy. Obviously, there's the pettiness because that sounded a little petty. Sorry, Brian. No, no, no. It was <laughs> totally. Um, if it was funny though, it was. It was, it was, real <laughs> it was funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> that person decides to date someone else at the workplace. Uh, well, then that okay. So that's also a certain it. level of messy mm. that is you. You know what I mean? If I saw if like so if I saw you date Ashley. Right, and Lynn, it, Lynn down the hallway, Lynn, okay. even though she's married. All right, it's a Lynn. Girl, it's for, for sake of argument, if I saw you date Lynn, right, and then you were single again, I probably wouldn't go and date you. Not, hopefully, you know. Hopefully, people, some people don't think that way. You though you could be irresistible. There is a you certain. You could be irresistible. I am. I'm done with you. you. Could I am be, done with I am. you. I am. <laughs> I do have a manipulative charm. <laughs> you could be irresistible, so that's also only because I've had direct experience with it. So I know what it's like mm-hmm. to be like, listen, mm-hmm. I'm going to make this choice. I'm going to do it as best I can, handle it as best I can, but I'm going to make this choice. And know that it could cost you your job or force you to go work somewhere else. It, it's a lot I, to navigate through because, sure. because again, I, I mentioned yesterday, when you work with someone, there's been times where... So the person that I was with a long time, Christine, we told the story a couple weeks ago. She wanted to claw my eyes out one night. We were out for a holiday party and I didn't like her one bit. I heard that story. That's her. But the more you work with somebody, you look past what normally attracts you and then you mm-hmm. go, they have some other features I really like. Right. And mm-hmm. then they blossom in front of your eyes. So I can see why workplace romances can be so prosperous. See, I cut it off right at like the tail because I don't even care to hang out people who I work with like on a platonic <laughs> level. So there will just never be a time. And if I, for some reason, take your kindness as like you flirting, then we're basically going to shut this whole friendship down immediately. So yeah, that's just how I do it. This, it's fine. This same person I had a slight disagreement with about this has the hardest boundaries I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I think I made one comment where I'm like, we're friends. He's like, Alex, we are not friends. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> and I'm shook, but thank you for drawing the line. Like, I don't and know I was what like, to say. I respect your boundaries, but yeah. damn. Right. Hi, good morning. Who's this? This is Joel. How are you? Hi, Joel. Good morning. You allowed to date at work? Uh, we weren't, so we got myself moved to a different location it was retail okay ah. big box retail in mm-hmm. Toledo area so they just moved me to another location and that was uh 24 years ago and i have two wonderful sons and i've see? been a stay-at-home dad for 17 years now but see you were responsible you were an adult so when you started this relationship you most likely had a conversation with somebody and said mm-hmm. hey we're dating and they're like well to make mm-hmm. that work you can't be here so we'll move you somewhere else am i correct yeah yeah so that's yes. that's I that's a diff- my boss and I said, yeah. Look, this is yeah. serious we're gonna have to move and Good for you. So they moved me to another location and actually ended up being a promotion eventually. Hey. Life is good. Good choice. Thanks for the phone call. 825 on the morning reboot. Uh, You can text TUNE, T-U-N-E, to 95819. If you've got uh, comments on Can You Date at Work, 419-240-1055. I think a new game for both of you. We're going to do Jinx next. You know I sweat. I sweat so hard when he pulls these games out of nowhere. I'm so nervous right he's, now. He's a chronic perspirer. <laughs> Deodorant and Jinx are next. <laughs>
<laughs> Floyd would have done it better. 8.39 in the morning reboot on Q105. <laughs> I got your back. Thank uh, you. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It's Eric and Philip's here today for Floyd. Might be here much, much longer on the show, that is, because Floyd is having a blast in New York City. Well, I leave, so he has to come back. That's how this works. He has three months dead. Well, you don't have to leave. Oh, okay. I know. Now you're a part of this. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Alex is here. And to be honest, Philip, mm-hmm. I, I expected you to be more of the mindset of... It's not working out as I hoped. I'm considering staying, but I'm glad it's working out as you wanted to. It's just uh, no, it's not working out as I wanted to by any means at all. But what it is essentially is that when you put yourself in that predicament, you just start to get used to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't like, do that. But no, it's it's not it's not it's not it's, the, not settling. it's not a sad or a settling situation. It's like I put myself in a situation, I have to get used to it. I have to realize that I can't be the person I am in Slido. I have to grow and accept the fact that I'm in a different city, mm-hmm. different people, different culture, different mannerisms, so I have to like adapt to that. That's more so what it is. Okay, well, I was talking about between you and Danny. Oh, no, that's not. Even if it didn't work out, we're going to go somewhere together. That's how this works. Oh, well, good. Because yeah. you can come to Toledo together. Oh, Cost of living? We love oh. the Brits. Oh, he's Irish. Uh, oh, yeah. is he? Oh, even better. We have uh, Scotsman Bill Berry. Yes, my favorite person. Um, my friend Jen from the AFSP stuff. Her husband is from London. So yeah. we've got some, some of your brethren here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Jinx game. I stole oh. it from Jimmy Fallon. Crap. Um, I just got so unhappy. I was so... <laughs> oh, I <felt> crap. So, <laughs> I felt so, like, like great a second ago. So I'll throw something out at you guys, like an object or something, like uh, like brands of speakers. Okay. And then I'll count to three, and then after three, not on three, after, um, I, you guys will have to name, try to name... This the same one. Out. This stresses me out already. Like, so how many chances do we get? We just one. The, oh, <laughs> can we like communicate with each other non-verbally uh-huh. and without okay. mouthing anything? Okay. <laughs> so do you remember when you were a kid and you said the same thing as somebody else? And you go jinx. jinx. It's that. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, this will be fun for me. All right, did first ever, up. Did you ever play like jinx, double jinx? Because you kept like. Yeah, saying the same thing. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Yeah. And we're punching people. Yeah. (laughs) Was that punch buggy? Punch buggy. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you hit me? (laughs) I got so bullied as a kid. (laughs) All right. Places you get wet. One, two, three. Soak City. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. We didn't communicate at all. I was like... I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> next again. Okay. Next up. I've already hot. Yeah. <laughs> 90s rappers. One, two, three. Master P. Master P. <laughs> <laughs> Is Alex, are you want to delay? You cheated. Oh, okay. yeah, let's do I'm it. sorry, I was buffering. All right. Yeah. Next up. 2000s boy bands. One, two. Two, three. Hey! <laughs> I was gonna say that though. Damn I wish you ain't done that. I was only gonna use that one. All right, ready? Hold on. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I am the host now. Look at me. All right, ready? Okay, yeah. Let's Next do it. Next up, Eminem songs. One, two, three. Slim, Slim Shady. Shady. Yay! We should always look at Eric. <laughs> you know I hate Eminem. That was a stretch. I like okay? to think of Slim Shady and Dear what? Stan. Dear Stan. I, would, I couldn't say I that because I didn't remember the second part. Eminem. Mm. I said it. I ne- said what I said. Next up, a color of wine. 
There's really only two, so this should be ready, a color of wine. One, two, three. Right. Red. For real? Is this what we're doing right now? Red turns your teeth colors. <laughs> Next up. Reasons people break up. One, two, three. Cheating. Cheating. Hey! Hey! There we go. We'll end it with that. I was going to say babies, but I was like, that's rude. That's Uh, rude. I was going to say, I didn't want to say, I was thinking distance, but. Final entertainment stories, and we'll go back around with Little Mermaid live from last night before nine. Get on the floor. 8.54. You You know what to do. You know what to do. Shake it. Shake it. Still have a couple of minutes to text you. You know what to do. <laughs> yes, you know what to do. <laughs> Tune, T U N E, to 95819. Tune to 95819 is your national keyword for the $1,000 payoff on Q105. Philip, if. if Alex, you're more likely to go to Atlanta. You know that they put out, did they recently wait, put wait, up? Wait, there's wait, a, what do you mean? You, well, you live out of the country. Oh, right, okay, right, never right. mind. I almost got offended um, for no reason. I'm, I am offended for something else right now. It's the black to, capital of listen. the world. Yeah, I'll be I in Atlanta. Like, <laughs> we had this story a couple weeks ago. I guess somebody somebody famous put up a giant outcast mural. That's fun. So it, it's an Instagram trap, but that's one I'd like to, to throw myself into because I love them. I do love and them. if you're... <clears throat> I guess 25 or younger, mm. you have not lived an outcast life where yeah. they had that 90s thing and I wasn't hip to it. Then Stankonia came out and it was a brilliant album. And then this, the Speaker Box Love Below album came out and I'm like, that was fun. they're going to break up. They're, they did it <laughs> separate so. out and then they were done. Yeah. And Andre went and did stuff and Big Boy's kind of come back. Mm-hmm. We were denied as Outcast fans one last Outcast album. That's true. Maybe we'll get it because isn't um, Rage Against the Machine is coming back for yeah. Coachella? Like My Chemical we, Romance is coming back together My as Chemical well. Romance. Yeah. Like we we could get it. I don't think know. it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. Boys like money. They actually, I think they've they've reconciliated their whatever issues that they've had. So I think that they didn't dislike each other. They might have just had creative differences. I think so. Probably, probably they, they were, were always different. they were starkly different. Yeah. But and that's what made them work. Yeah, and so special and so mass appeal and the mm-hmm. song so brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were denied one last great <laughs> Outcast album. Uh, let me give you the uh, the the MVP of last night was Queen Latifah. So they come flocking to my cauldron, crying tells us and a please, and I help them. Yes, I do. Now it's happened once or twice. Someone couldn't pay the price. And I'm afraid I had to rake him across the cold. Queen Latifah last night, Little Mermaid Live. Alex, did you catch any of it? I did. You like it? Oh, did you? I did. I didn't. Yeah. Tell I, me. I intentionally, like, it was in between some Netflix shows. I, mm-hmm. Oh, the documentary about Ivan the Terrible is on Netflix. It's Ooh, really good. I, I could use some tips really, from the Middle Ages. Really good. <laughs> Ivan the Terrible, the Nazi, oh. the Nazi officer that, yeah, that settled in Cleveland and then got extradited to... Sorry, I just told the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. History, Do your history. Know, yeah. Do your history. Anyway, um, it... It was okay, right? It was rough. She So our girl, my girl that played Moana, mm-hmm. played the Little Mermaid, Ariel, and yeah. there was this, she did not hit her pitches. Oh. And it was really awkward for me to watch, but 
I was very critical. So mm -hmm. like if to a child or to somebody who's not as critical and is watching for the nostalgia, it was good. Yeah. But it was basically just a concert. Like you yeah. would cut in and there's a concert because the entire time I said, how are they going to do a live action of the Little Mermaid? Like mm -hmm. I don't really, I don't really believe this is a true live action. Mm -hmm. Once I understood what they were doing, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. It was fun. Have you seen it on like, have you seen any videos or anything from like it on Broadway? No. They do a really great job. That's what I thought they were doing and apparently they did. Yeah, they no. call this like a hybrid movie musical. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Like I'm not going to hate on it because I love the Little Mermaid. I love the girl who played the Little Mermaid, Queen Latifah. Perfect, Shaggy, perfect mm -hmm. as the cast. But it was just like meh. Okay. Like Eddie oh, okay, and you can if you, like you said, if you like the nostalgia, this is really good. Yeah, I'm excited for the movie. Let's stay mm -hmm. with Nazis though. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Because right. it was good. It was it. It's like a mini series, docu series. I'll it check was, it out. I usually yeah. don't do the docu things because I like to escape a little bit, but. So I wasn't going to do this story, but then the Nazi part of it um, pulled me in. So this this next big Marvel movie, um, the big one, it's called mm -hmm. The Eternals. It comes out in about a year. There's a oh, mega yeah. cast in it. Angelina Jolie, mm -hmm. Richard Madden, uh, Kit Harington has been cast. Uh, boy, the, the list goes, Gemma Chan is in it. So it's a mega cast. And mm -hmm. maybe they're, they're gods who've lived on Earth for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. They had to evacuate the set of it um, either yesterday or a couple of days ago because there was a bomb and not a bomb threat there was a real bomb so i'm thinking how did something like this get, get onto on the set? set yeah so they're shooting on the canary island of forte or fuerte ventura which i'm sure is some island in the middle of nowhere the caribbean mm -hmm. or off the coast of something fire festival it island. was an unexploded nazi bomb Oh, what? So it, had, it was. It had been there. An unexploded bomb. So it's unstable. Be, yeah. <laughs> to be a remnant from a nearby alleged Nazi base was discovered, leading the set to be evacuated. It was obviously terrifying. The bomb could have been there for decades, untouched. But who knows what might have happened if it was disturbed? Some of the biggest stars in the world were on set, and nobody was taking any chances. And then experts dealt with it. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, that's what happens when you go to a remote island that nobody really, like... I think like... need to, like, sweep the remote islands. What if there are more just, like, chilling places? That's true. Yeah. That... That's strange. Um, Phil, do you want to do a tweet? Do you have a tweet? I kind of have something. It's okay. very, like, I feel very uplifting today. I'm going to put myself in a positive light. Do you want me to do it now? Hold on. Tweet, tweet. I'm going to play this. They didn't tweet it, but they sure liked it. on Twitter. It. Awesome the gorgeous. Most liked tweet of the morning on Q105. I'm not necessarily a streamer, but I'm an a IGer, so. Um, so, don't choose the one who is beautiful to the world. Choose the one who makes the world beautiful. Yeah, I know, right? I like that. Um, Sweet. I have a quote like that that I stole. Don't be the best. Don't try to be the best in the world. Be the best for the world. Yeah, exactly. See, there you go. Uh, from a friend of mine, Jason uh, Jason Prinzo. Time to play that semi-annual game of how the blank do you change the clock? <laughs> it is horrible. I'm my car. I always forget how to change it because I never have to touch it. And then when daylight savings happen, I sit in the car and cuss for about five minutes because I have no idea what to do. I don't... You, usually in the cars, there's a very specific button that usually says, like, time on mm. it. Yeah, mine does not. Why would it say that? I or clock? The, yeah, mine, the clock. mine does not. I'll, I'll say that I succumb to this because... 
or I, I, I succumbed to this because I figured with all the connectivity of my phone to the car, it would change. So mm-hmm. I'm getting out of the gym the other day. I'm like, no way I was in there for three and a half hours. <laughs> and then I realized my phone did not change no. it in the car. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Did you trade your car in? Yes. That's something that manufacturers <laughs> should get on top of. I want a sure new car does with the right, it. The <laughs> the right time. time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want Eric not to die at the end of the show. We'll miss One you. day that'll happen. <laughs> no. no it'll, it'll, it won't be soon, but like I'll, I, I will die on the radio. No. I mean, we all will, but just not on the radio. No, on the radio. On the radio. You shut your mouth. Somebody bring in Janet so we can she can tell us that's not going to happen. Nine oh one, a little bit after eleven o'clock is your next national keyword to win the thousand dollar payoff at nine twenty. I'll be looking for caller ten. Um, we'll get you qualified for Michigan Ohio State tickets. 